Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. What is going on, projectors? A lot to unravel this weekend. What an exciting weekend in sports. You had the Los Angeles Lakers win the NBA Finals. LeBron James winning another Finals MVP. You got the NFL. Houston Texans fire their coach, Billy O'Brien, and come out swinging in a 30-14 to win over the Jaguars. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady go down to the Chicago Bears. It was a great weekend in sports. It also had its down moment, and we're going to start with that one. Dak Prescott went out with an ankle injury, pretty gruesome, watched the video, Bleacher Report, ESPN, anywhere you could watch sports highlights, I'm sure it will be there. I was watching the game live when it happened, very hard to watch Dak Prescott go down like that. I think we can all say that he was this underdog figure that came out in a late round draft pick from the Cowboys and was coming onto the scene and really proved himself as time has gone on here. And I don't know about you. You might just be a normal, casual sports fan. But for me, when I saw Dak Prescott go down, I got a little emotional. I just looked at the, the screen and I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. I actually can't stand the Cowboys. But obviously, I'm a huge Tom Brady fan because I'm from New England. So to see Dak Prescott go down like that really affected me. Because I always liked Dak's story as he came into the league, came in as a late draft pick, and every single time in the first three three years or so, people just dogged on him over and over again. You're not good enough. You don't have the arm strength. You can't run. You're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not this. You're not that. You don't deserve the contract over and over again. Even Ezekiel Elliott got paid. And now Dak is waiting for a contract for a long-term extension with the Dallas Cowboys, which is much deserved. Who's had an excellent season so far in the first four games, going into the fifth. And this happens to him. And then seeing him being carted off, that was tough. Seeing him crying as he's going off, knowing that this is the end for him this season, and he'll have a long road to recovery, fracturing parts of his ankle. It was gruesome. It hurt. It hurt the fans. And it was tough to watch. And all there's left to say is, Dak, I wish you well. I hope the best for you. And we can't wait to see you come back and play better than ever when you recover from this injury. So let's transition into another topic here. And LeBron James winning an NBA championship again. Obviously going to be a controversial conversation for sure. LeBron James is well-liked by some and not well-liked by many. You know, as far as me, I'm I'm a Boston Celtics fan. So by nature, as a player, I don't want him to win. I don't like the Lakers because I'm a Celtics fan. I also have my beef with him in the early 2000s when he played against my Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals year after year, and then again with the Heat. I don't want to see LeBron be successful. LeBron, we have to be honest, though. We have to look at his case at objectively. We cannot just look at the body of work and say, you're not good enough to be in the conversation of the greatest of all time. My first spin on this is going to be, I'm not really a big giant fan of the greatest of all time. 
I talked a lot about value in the episode of Tom Brady's departure and valuing Bill Belichick and Tom Brady at their respective uh, job that they do. And it's the same thing with Michael Jordan, you know, LeBron James, and other athletes that have gone through basketball. You know, I, I am going to miss LeBron James when he leaves. I'm going to miss the massive dunks, the passes, the creativity. It's undoubtedly he's one of the best team players I've ever seen in my life in basketball. And there's not really an argument that can kind of change that because that's my viewpoint and the error that I watched basketball. Kind of missed Jordan. I was I was a kid when that was occurring. And as I grew up, I started watching early 2000s, 2001, when the Lakers started to break in and then the, the Pistons and the Spurs and all those teams. So LeBron James is probably the best thing that I've ever seen. Now, I've watched documentaries. I've, I've had a a good take on Michael Jordan and valued what he was and what he meant to the league. Also Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, things like that. But I was raised in Boston, so I don't want to see LeBron James win. But we have to go over that this man had won on three different teams for three different owners, three different coaches, and three different systems. And he got that all together on his back, predominantly on every single one, and has won an NBA championship with three different franchises. We don't need to talk about right now greatest of all time because the people who are on the LeBron camp are going to support LeBron no matter what. So it's an endless conversation. And the people who support Jordan on this conversation are going to support Jordan. So it's pointless. But we can still look at LeBron's body of work and how impressive it truly is. Finals MVP, MVP again. And he has done something that no other premier star has ever done because I know that there's probably you know journeymen who have probably won multiple rings in different places but as far as being the star of the team putting it on your back and winning with three different clubs is unheard of and it's something that's monumental that really no one else has done the other second closest person to that which may happen is actually Kawhi Leonard which someone else may do it very quickly after with all that said, I hope he win, never wins another championship again because I'm a Boston Celtics fan. Don't want to see it. But I am a fan of the NBA. I want to see the NBA be successful. And this kind of transitions to my next topic. This morning, I woke up and I watched the recap on YouTube of the NBA Finals MVP ceremony when LeBron James received his trophy for that. And at the very end, Someone asked a question about Black Lives Matter and pretty much all-encompassing with politics. Bring it into the sports. And also they asked about uh, Kobe as well, to be fair. And for me and how I view sports and how I've viewed sports my entire life, sports is a, a relaxation thing. To get out of the space where I view and think sports is something I can go to at the end of a stressful day. I acknowledge that there are things wrong in this world and we need to hear each other. We all need to be patient, kind, and above all else, we need to listen. We need to slow down, stop, and listen to one another. I have found many outlets to be able to have a great conversation about the current events that are going on in the world today. But when it comes to sports, I don't need that outlet. So for me, the Black Lives Matter movement on the back of the jerseys and stuff, I could do without. I will sit and I'll watch the NBA and that's fine, but I could do without it because at the end of the day, sports for me is supposed to be a relaxation thing. 
I am constantly thinking about how the world needs to change. But I also acknowledge that sports athletes, they have a voice. And so do we. So athletes, you can always choose to speak out and speak your mind. And so will the, the people who are watching your program. At the end of the day, we need to breathe life into each other and help each other understand different perspectives and not involve politics into this because division just corrupts everything around us. When we are together, we are strong. That's what this nation was built on. Do not silence my voice and let me be heard in every aspect for every individual that lives in this country. Let all voices be heard. Be patient. Be kind. And I'll reiterate this over and over again. Sports is a place where you are supposed to go and relax and not think about those things. So you can unwind. Not only that, sports builds bonds between cultures like no other. Look at the World Cup and soccer, for example, where nations come together and people come together to learn the game. It's a place where we can develop new ideas. I have bonded with some of my closest friends over sports who are from different cultures. That is a place where I don't need things to be shoved down my throat. But in the same breath, if those athletes do decide to make a point and a view, they should be able to. And we, the people, will decide how we will follow, whether we watch it or don't watch it. This is definitely a tough topic to cover, and it's kind of why I've kind of stepped back from talking about the NBA altogether in my first 10 episodes of Project Sports is because it's something I really wanted to be patient about, to make sure that I understood my voice and where I was going with it. And I think I've become comfortable with what I want to say and, and where my values are, because at the end of the day, I know my heart and I know where I'm going. And I also like to give an inspirational quote in every episode. And I'm going to take this time to use actually my favorite inspirational quote from J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote Lord of the Rings. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. So what that quote means to me is, you have the courage, the spirit, and the drive to decide what you want to do in any situation. So I would encourage anyone to find a space where you can have those conversations and create monologue between people you may disagree with. Find a good place where you can blossom in your conversation and be open. If you're still here with me and you didn't turn off the podcast after going through that, thank you for taking the time to actually listen to what I have to say. Just another person in life trying to figure things out. It's funny, there's this Frozen song and the lyrics that are in the song kind of go like this. I'll just dream about a time when my aged prime because when you're older, absolutely everything makes sense. This is fine. And I bring that, those lyrics up. I have young children and I hear this often. But it's kind of a play on, you know, when you become an adult, everything just makes sense. Well, and it's quite the opposite. I mean, that's, that's clearly the play on, on the song that was written. And the older I get, at least I, I understand and I notice that things get way more complicated the older you get. Because when I was a kid, I didn't think twice about social injustice and Black Lives Matter and things like this. But as I get older, it starts to become more and more part of your world, more adult conversations. Anyway, I really didn't intend to go off on this entire uh, spiel, but it was something that was on my heart and I wanted to share. So I'm going to transition awkwardly into another segment here to finish up the episode. 
pretty much we're just going to talk about the NFL and the transition, what we got coming up from this week. So I wanted to make a quick reaction video to LeBron James winning the NBA Finals and my thoughts on that. And then also the NFL and coming out of this week and going towards uh, this upcoming week. What does it mean with COVID and players coming in and out? And what does it mean with the Patriots? Are they playing? Are they not playing? And is it going to affect other players going forward? And we're not really too sure. Fantasy football, we had a scare this Sunday. Uh, we had to make adjustments because there was players who were like entire teams might be taken out or pushed back or we don't know if they're actually going to play the game that week because other people are testing positive, so they're going to postpone the matchups. We had to make adjustments. So if you do have a fantasy football league, uh, an adjustment we made was adding another waiver wire spot. So we had two originally. We made a third. And we also added so you can add an additional third quarterback because some people had Josh Allen. We didn't know if the Bills game was going to be postponed against the Titans. We also, the defenses, so we'll be able to carry more defenses, more quarterbacks, have a little bit of a funky year, and then we are in a five-year league, a keeper year league. Uh, we have a whole bunch of rules set up for that, and then we're going to revert the original rules back to normal if things go back to normal by next year. So it's very, uh, when you're a commissioner of the league, you need to make sure you make swift, quick actions and adjust on the fly. And I was also trying to help people as we woke up that morning finding out that the Patriots game was going to be postponed and more people were testing positive and it was everything was very unsure. So therefore, a tons of players on people's rosters were just null and void, like they weren't going to play. And then it becomes unfair because you are playing for money. So with that, I made some exceptions to make our, we changed our waiver wire time to give people more time that morning to make selections. And then also anyone who didn't see the messages to make uh, the commissioner have, make plays to pick up and drop people for people because the commissioner does have those powers at least in the ESPN version of it, you do. And so make those adjustments. So closing the this episode out, um, I am going to have uh, Anthony Ray on this week to make picks with me. So Ricks was on. Ricks with Picks was last week. And this week I'm going to have another guest on. His name is Anthony Ray. He's excited to come on, make some picks, talk some crap about Ricks's podcast and disagreements that he had with it. And then also I have another guest coming in next week, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll save that for who that, who that guest is coming on. And I'll probably have Brandon come back on Brandon Land Jeffries to talk about this new EFL and EPL, um, little jockey back and forth. The uh, Liverpool and Manchester United have made a proposal to the league, um, to knock it down to 18 teams in the premier league. And there's a whole much more to come taking out cup games, stuff like that. I'm going to probably have him on so we can break that down, talk about it, get into the nitty gritty, actually read the documents to see what it's all about and get an episode in about that. So much, much more to come from Project Sports. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. If you like the show and you want it to be heard, share the video on, on Facebook or Instagram. You know, If you like the show and you're listening, because there is a consistent basis of the same people coming back to the show, I'm getting the same numbers on every episode. So if you are consistent, if you could do me a favor and just share anything you can, either my Project Sports uh, Facebook page or Instagram page to get that word out so I can keep doing this, I would really appreciate it. You guys are the best. Thank you, projectors. Have a good one.